Welcome to the Opportunity Collective, a collaborative network of emerging leaders who are creating new opportunities for ourselves, but more importantly, for others. I'm Daniel Eccles, and I'm here to guide you on the path to turning your plan A into a reality. And that's the impact that you feel called to make. And here's the secret sauce and how we make it happen. Collaboration is greater than competition. By working together, we can accomplish far more than we ever could alone. In each episode of the Opportunity Collective, we showcase remarkable leaders, creatives, and entrepreneurs, and we start creating opportunities through three questions that we ask them. What are you excited about? How can you help? And how can we help you? So hey, join the Opportunity Collective and start collaborating with other emerging leaders to create opportunities. Today, Rohit Jasudian is collaborating with the Opportunity Collective, and he is a career management platform CEO. So his new company and software is called Coda with a K, K K-O-D-A, and it helps professionals maximize their talents through personalized career planning so that they can be the most impactful and fulfilled that they can be. So as a certified career counselor, I think that Rohit has some really great best practices. Their formula for career and personal development is really sound, and you're going to hear about that throughout this entire episode. And you're also going to hear about how you might lose sight of your goals after graduating from college. There's this disparity when you graduate from college that I've talked about before, where you have all these hopes and dreams when you are young, you're ready to go and tackle the world. And then you have to start making money and a living and it doesn't work out the way that you expect it to. So how do you get back on track and start developing your own goals? So also, one of the things that Rohit talks about is chasing where you feel called, not what other people are called to. So we do this thing where we compare ourselves to where other people are at. We talk about feeling behind all the time. But the point of your personal and professional development is to chase where you're feeling led, to chase your skills, to chase after the gifts that you have been given not where other people are because everybody's journey is their own. So the three things that we're going to cover on this are under something called career truth. So these are just reality of what your career arc is. And those three things are going to be mastery, freedom, and legacy. So I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. And Rohit actually gave me a special promotional code for you if you would like to try Coda out as your own personalized career planning tool for you, the individual. This can travel with you wherever you go. And now he didn't give me this promo code. I'm not getting anything in return from this. This is just an opportunity for you. And that promo code is learned opportunity. 2023. And you'll get one month off of Coda. Give it a try. Experiment with it. Or if you know somebody that is kind of in transition or needing some help 
with their career, looking for professional growth, then share that code with them, share this episode with them as well, and that would be great. So that link is in the show notes with that promotional code. So if you go to coda.inc, you can use that and get one month off of your Coda membership and start using your own personalized career planning tool where you're going to start, you know, feeling more ability to make an impact and know how you can be fulfilled. So enjoy this episode with Rohit. Well, Rohit, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for coming on and, and chatting with me. I really enjoyed our conversation and wish that I was recording it when I sat in a booth at Portillo's with you. And if you're a listener, you don't know what Portillo's is. It's a Chicago area fast food quick service establishment. And it was a fun conversation with Rohit here. And uh, yeah, I wish I I just had the recording stuff there available because it was really good. I was sure learning a lot. (laughs) We'll just, whatever you said then, just go ahead and say all the the same stuff again. I'm sure that you've memorized it, memorized it all. So go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit to listeners and tell them what you're up to and what's actually important to know about you. Absolutely. So yeah, thank you so much for having me on here, Daniel. So I'm Rohit Jasudian, and I'm currently serving as the founder and president at Coda, which is a career management platform. And we're on a mission to help today's professionals maximize their talents through personalized career planning so they can be impactful and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So I spend most of my days hanging out with my beautiful wife and our two adorable daughters and traveling the world with them. We are huge travel junkies, and that's really something that we have try to maximize in our lives and give our children the same sort of opportunities that we had. So mm-hmm. I was I was born in India, grew up in Dubai, lived in Yemen and Spain, and now finally reside in the US. And these experiences have really shaped who I am and how I view the world and have greatly influenced my approach to relationships and the way that we work. So I, I've spent a, most of my professional life in the tech space between design, product, and development. And I worked at a handful of universities, startups, scale-ups, and I'm finally getting the opportunity to have started my own company, really hoping to live out my personal mission or purpose statement, which is focused on helping people find fulfillment, both mm-hmm. in their professional and their personal lives. So excited to have, have this conversation with you. Yeah, that always excites me. I I just really want people to be fulfilled, not only in their career, but also in their personal lives. It's a a whole person development. Both are very important and you can't have one, I don't think, without the other. So I I love that mission and helping people be as impactful and fulfilled as they can be. How did you discover that you care about this? Tell us the story of where you found that this is a problem and you want to solve it. Absolutely. So as I mentioned, I worked for a couple of universities and I would have interactions with a lot of students and a lot of recent grads. Mm -hmm. And through that experience, you know, when you're in college, you are filled with these aspirations and these dreams and these passions that you have. And you know, you really feel like the world is your oyster. 
However, a lot of conversations that I would have with seniors would lead into further conversations when they were alumni, when they had graduated, when they're out in the real world. And I saw a lot of them lose sight of those goals and aspirations Mm -hmm. and those plans that they had for themselves. And it struck me that there was a, a major chasm between what they were taught and the experiences that they had within a university setting versus what they saw the reality to be in the workspace. And once you actually jump off of that cliff, there really wasn't a lot of guidance guidance and help and resources for individuals to continue along that path and that journey. And so honestly, over the past six years, I had spent you know, opportunities with over you know, five to 600 individuals, you know, young professionals, recent grads in kind of mentoring and guiding them through their, their pathway. And that was probably the most fulfilling thing, you know, outside of having my kids that I've, I've done in my life. And I, and I knew right there that this was a, you know, a true desire and a true passion of mine. But at the same time, I feel like passions that are left uneducated don't really lead anywhere. And so Mm. what I was really looking for is what my purpose was, which was to truly educate this passion, this desire that I had. And so I had ran ran across a quote from Albert Einstein that basically sum up says like, you know, only a life lived in service to others is a life worthwhile. Now that's a very abrasive, but very meaty quote. However, I saw a lot of value in that. And, and again, the, the mentality that these young grads were focusing on in terms of what they wanted out of life was very inwardly focused rather, in, rather mm. in terms of, you know, what is the community that I'm engaging with? Who am I learning from? Whose legacy am I receiving? And who's receiving my legacy? Who am I serving? Who am I actually benefiting throughout my life? And that's why I saw this huge divide between their purpose and fulfillment and the work that they were doing. Mm. So kind of took that as a stepping off point. I had a lot of conversations with people, as I mentioned, and one conversation in particular, this, this recent grad named Al, who had this real passion and hunger for working to educate the world on situations in impoverished countries. And through a lot of conversations that we had, through a lot of coaching and mentoring and guiding, one of the things that he was missing was experience. And yeah. you know, what I mentioned to him was the best way that you could gain this experience was to align yourselves with others who had already been in your place. People are looking for ways to give back. People are looking for ways to feed into the next generation. And we went through this process of pairing him with really strong storytellers, having opportunities and looking for opportunities where he could even start serving and start helping out on a smaller basis. And and he Mm. was able to move out from a role or a job that really didn't fulfill him into jumping into a and starting a company around documenting stories of, you know, underprivileged and impoverished situations that people are going through in in different countries and different spaces. And he's doing absolutely amazingly. But that, again, for me, was almost like the aha moment that there's something over here and I want to I want to chase this. I remember that experience myself as a recent graduate from college 
in college, passionate, excited about what I would be doing or what I thought I would be doing and having this drive and dreams and being told that I was a leader and being put into leadership positions at the college itself. And then I, I graduated and I'm no longer in leadership positions. I have a gap between these ambitions and then the fulfilling of those ambitions with experience being needed in between. And I honestly felt behind because I, I felt like I should probably be further along than where I was. So a lot of emerging leaders are experiencing that. A lot of people that are creatives, that are entrepreneurial, feel behind and feel stuck, feel like they aren't where they want to be, even though they know that they have this calling or this purpose on their life and they just don't have the experiences yet to to fulfill that or to really live into that calling. What would your advice be to some of those students that you worked with as a first step after graduation? What is some of this process? Exactly. So I think it hit the nail on the head, right? There's there's a desire to be something more, be a part of something bigger than yourself and to really feed into the skills and the talents that you that you already have. Mm-hmm. However, as you jump from that position of graduate, uh, you know, college graduate to a uh, young professional, it stops being about your purpose. It stops being about your calling. It starts to really be about okay, I need to make money. I need, I, you know, you're seeing yeah. all these people around you who, you know, in your point, you feel like you're left behind. Are you trying to chase others? Are you trying to chase your peers? Are you trying to chase people ahead of you? Are you trying to chase mm. where you want to be in your life? And I think a lot of times we're, we're too outwardly focused and we don't think enough about what our calling is, what mm. our motivations are, what our desires are. You know, in, in many cases, the, the thing that's going to fulfill you the most might not be the highest paying, might not be the most mm-hmm. glamorous, but at the end of the day, you are going to feel extremely fulfilled by the work that you're doing. And if, if you're fulfilled and if you're enjoying the work that you're doing, you're going to do your best, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to find ways to grow and you're, find, you're going to find people that you can surround yourself by. When I, when I have a lot of these conversations with with young graduates too, and and I see myself even as I as I graduated, as I went into my first, second, third, fourth, fifth job, I had a huge mindset switch around the the label or the logo, right, to the person. Am I seeking after a particular company, or am I seeking after a particular? dollar amount or am I seeking after a person who is truly going to invest in me? At Coda, Mm -hmm. we really speak to this methodology of career truth. And within career truth lies these three pillars of mastery, freedom, and legacy. We can definitely jump into more about that later. But legacy is a core pillar of what we truly believe, mainly because it's not about the the name on your resume it's about mm. the manager are you are you looking for the company name are you looking for the dollar amount or are you looking for 
that mentor or that manager who's going to pour their legacy into you, take the time to truly grow and develop you and deeply understand what you are looking to get out of this particular mm. stage in your career. You're going to have many stages. You're going to have many seasons. Are they the right person? Are you doing enough research, asking enough questions about that individual? Or are you really just landing into a company and hoping for the best? Right? Yeah. And I see a, a, a lot of times if you're not focusing on owning your own career and owning your own career trajectory, your company is. Yeah. And 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 not to discredit, but at the end of the day, the company's bottom line is really about what can they maximize out of your time and your effort to their own benefit to hit their own goals rather than the other way around where how can then the company or the manager fit into your career goals or your career plan for yourself? And so if you don't take time to invest in yourself, take time to understand and know who you are and know what you want and plan out your career and find other people who can help you along this journey because people are desperately looking to help others, right? You just have to be able to put yourself out there. If you don't do that, somebody else is going to own your career and your career plan. Yeah, there's two sides to that. Like we want to help other people and we ask other people, how can I help? But also we need to know where we need help as well to get opportunities. It's both of those questions will get you an opportunity. How can I help you? And can you help me? So tell a little bit, I was intrigued by those three words. So mastery, freedom, and, and legacy. Walk me through that a little bit. Absolutely. So this stems from our principal ideology at CODA, which is focused around career truth, right? What are the truths, the, the definable labeling truths about you and your career and the direction of your career that you need to be able to move mm. forward in life with, right? And again, you spoke, you spoke to something earlier on, right, about how it's not just your professional life. It is your personal life, and those need to be intertwined. Those need to be interwoven into every single decision that you make, right? And so the pillars around mastery, freedom, legacy, mastery really being taking stock in the experiences and the skills and the opportunities that you gain throughout your career and understanding where you are in today's moment, understanding where you want to set your visions and your sights for and understanding what that gap analysis looks like. When you actually set a plan for yourself, rather than just going saying, I wanna learn this course, I wanna read this book, I wanna just jump into this, this job, you're gonna have a better standpoint and a better point to start asking questions saying, is this the right manager? Is this the right company? Is this the right profession or even the right role to help me gain these skills, to help me gain these experiences? Because I know where I wanna to get to and I know what it's going to take to actually build up to that point, right? Even as I was thinking, thinking about my own experience with building Coda, right? There was a series of steps that I needed to get to. Mm. This was six, six years in the making. But there was a series of steps of things that I didn't know, experiences that I didn't have, that I needed to be able to accomplish so that I can actually realize the, the end effect of what we're building right now with Coda. 
And so Can that's you summarize really some of those for for the listener. Tell a little bit about what those steps were. Absolutely. So, you know, so fast forward through my interactions with, you know, some of these individuals, including Al and, and a few others, I knew that this was something that I want to build. I looked around to try and see if there was something that could truly help me harness the development and management of my own career. And there really wasn't something that was built for the individual. Everything that was built out there was purely built for the company. Mm-hmm. And the company owned your plan. The company owned your trajectory. And so I knew it was something I wanted to build. I had no clue about what it took to actually build a startup. <laughs> I had no clue what it took to scale or grow a startup or even a CRM that helped you manage everything for you. I, I knew a little bit about the work that I was doing. and I was reading some books, but I didn't really understand the career development or career coaching space. And, and then at the end of it, I, I didn't know what that first step was. So I set a plan for myself and I said, within five years, I want to be able to have these skills and have these experiences. And what would that take? So, you know, I was working at a university that was, you know, about an hour away from downtown Indianapolis, but I had heard about High Alpha, which was which is a venture capitalist and venture studio company over here that started by some of the founders of Exact Target. And I said, that's the place, that's the place that I can, they were, they were building startups, like there was no tomorrow and they were, you know, very success, successful in the work that they were doing. And I knew that I wanted to work there. And so I actually found a way to ingratiate myself with some of the designers, the product designers at High Alpha through a kickball league that they were hosting <laughs> once a week. And so I volunteered to ref that kickball league and every Wednesday I would leave for work, drive an hour to downtown Indianapolis and ref the kickball league. And that's how I got close to them. That's how I started to build those connections and work okay. myself into. That's a risk a, right there though, to be the ref. I mean, you could have made it, a bad call was, and, and ruined all those connections right away. Right. <laughs> it was, it was not without its challenges. That's for sure. But it really, it really helped me build these relationships, right. That allowed me to start my, you know, my, my role as a, the first designer jumping into a company called Xylo. Um, kind of building out our brand, building out our product and, and, and really help me understand the inner workings. Because I went from zero to, you know, when I joined, we were about six employees all the way up to, by the time I left, we were about 60 or 70 employees. And so I got an understanding of what it truly meant to go from zero to one of a startup. Uh, from that point, I was looking to understand what it took to really mean, uh, or what it meant to build a product at scale and actually build it out uh, for a larger uh, mass market. I was looking at some of the larger tech companies at that time, but I didn't feel like I was actually going to be able to own the experience or own and, and, and have my fingers in a lot of different areas of the product development process. And so I joined a company called Active Campaign as a large CRM marketing automation platform, but I was able to lead teams and mentor others and also learn from some really amazing scale-up growth technologists at that time. And then, you know, I needed to learn what the career development and career coaching space looked like. And so I started finding mentors myself who were in that space, having conversations with them, multiples of conversations, but also doing a lot of mentoring myself, utilizing a lot of those tips and tricks that they had taught me and understand what was currently happening in the non-tech mentoring space. Mm. And then finally, the last area that I really needed to 
you know, to hit the ground running was in finding funding in, mm-hmm. in you know, finding the methodology that I could, I, I knew the what of the how of how, what, what I was going to build, but I didn't know the what or the why, the, the, the spine of mm-hmm. what career truth really is. And that's how I got introduced to my co-founder and my partner, Tom Bratton. And he had the methodology, he had the, the background around a yeah. lot of this that we were building and we were able to really partner up and utilize our strengths and weaknesses and, 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 and build this. So is that's the mastery part is figuring out that gap analysis of where you need to continue to get more skills and experiences really important for anybody that has a, a dream, a plan for mm-hmm. their life, something that they feel called to not just because you're called to, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen <laughs> or that you're going to be able to, to get there. You need to know the next step. So doing a gap mm-hmm. analysis on yourself. And then there's, there's freedom. Tell what's the freedom part of this? Yeah, absolutely. So freedom is really thinking about the opportunity, the choices that you have and the opportunity cost between those choices. We live in a day and age in a world where everybody wants everything right now. And they want you know, both, both sides of the cake. But the reality, and once you step into the business world, once you step into the professional space, you understand the reality of that is very different, right? You might want you know, the, the big fat paycheck. You might want the, the promotion and the recognition and all that, all that stuff. But you have to understand as you're making those decisions, you can't just make it based on one data point. You can't just make a decision of what company you're going <clears throat> to gonna join based on a, a single data point of salary mm-hmm. or based on a single data point of your job title. You have to understand what are the time commitments? What are mm-hmm. the things that you're going to be losing in order to be able to make those time commitments, in order to be able to hit the goals and aspirations that that company has for you mm-hmm. because of what they're paying you? You have to understand what that's going to do to your relationships. If you're starting, if you're starting a new business, and again, I've gone through this entire process. A lot of the conversations that my wife and I had were around my time commitments, around my time to relationships, about what are the things that I'm going to be losing or 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 basically sidestepping in order to give this give this purpose, give this idea my full time commitment as well. And so, jumping into it. I was a lot more prepared for, and, and, and my family was a lot more prepared for what this really meant rather than mm. just jumping into an idea and saying, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a company and then being overwhelmed by the fact that I don't have time to you know, just go out and, and, and you know, uh, go about town with my friends. I don't have time for long vacations. I don't have the freedom of just a steady paycheck always coming in because I just work for a company. There are these you know, cost benefits, but also some, some opportunity costs that you have to weigh. And that's when we think about freedom, right? If you want more time for yourself, if you want more freedom, if you want more focus on your relationships, you're going to have to understand that that might come at a cost to the salary that you, you're able to go for or the promotion or the title that you're able to go for. That's on you. We're not saying that there's, you know, one way is better than the other. Right. Mm. But you have to really understand what that means to you and plan out your next steps based upon that. And so we want to make sure that as people think about their professional life, 
they're thinking about the impact that it has on their personal life as well. Yeah, and you can plan that out, but it, it doesn't have to be forever. It's just a, it's a season. So you can weigh those opportunity costs knowing that, okay, I'm not going to get to go out as often. I'm not going to have as many vacations these next four years, but these next four years are going to set me up to have more freedom and live into some of the values that I have later on and down the line. So things can always exactly. change. And, yeah. And, and I think that you, you know, you, you touched on a big point over there. It's what do you value, right? Mm-hmm. The starting part of this is really knowing yourself and knowing yourself needs to be part of what are the things that you value most, right? You can't really do a time allocation exercise based upon the next goal, the next decision you're making without knowing what your true values mm-hmm. are, right? And as we think about somebody looking at this concept of freedom, freedom basically means that there are fears, like a lot of people are living in this fear mindset, right? They're, they're, they're fearful of whether or not they're going to be able to keep their job in this economy. They're fearful of whether or not their business is going to work or pan out. They're fearful of whether or not they're actually devoting themselves to the right. You know, and as a parent, I'm constantly fearful that I might not be giving my my kids the perfect amount of attention that they <clears throat> that they might need. But the dynamic that we want to change people's mindsets to is from a fear mindset to a freedom mindset, where mm-hmm. if you have planned for these things, if you understand and know the opportunity costs, if you understand and are willing to sacrifice certain things so you can benefit on other things, and that matters to you, there's a freedom mindset that you move to because you're not hindered or gripped or imprisoned by the fears that are constantly holding you. And then the last one is legacy. And I'm going to guess that this, what we talked about before, at the end of your life, when people are giving you eulogy, it's not going to be they worked for this huge company, they made this salary, they did this. It's more character and virtues that are going to be listed out in the legacy that you had. Is that what you are, are guiding people at CODA to discover what legacy they're wanting to leave? Exactly. We, we believe legacy is probably the most crucial or core pillar mm-hmm. of all of this, right? This is to your point exactly when you look back on your life, right? The, the goal of CODA is that you feel fulfilled both professionally and personally because you've been making decisions on both fronts the entire time, right? So as you think about how you're growing and how you're developing your own career through this entire process, you've also been thinking about how can I give back, right? How can I, as I'm thinking about the people who have given to me, as I'm thinking about the people who have left their imprint or their legacy on me, who am I leaving my imprint on? Who am I leaving my legacy to? And what does that legacy look like? You hold on to that a lot harder and you protect that a lot more. And you think about the decisions that you're making based upon your legacy mm-hmm. a lot more when you actually are in that mindset. And if you're in that framework of, I'm making these decisions because I am thinking about the long term and I want to be fulfilled over the long term, right? 
as we as we think about this arc, right? And each of these have a, have a have a have an arc to them, right? With with mastery starting off, your mastery is really high. You're growing, and you know earlier on to your career, your mastery levels going up and to the right, hopefully, because you're gaining skills, you're gaining experiences. But further along that you go, it starts to mm. you know still go up and to the right, but it tapers off a little bit because you're focusing in or honing in on now utilizing the skills and experiences that you've already learned. With freedom, it basically zigs and zags. And again, all these arcs look very different for people, right? You know, depending on, you know, you moving out of your, you know, moving to college or moving out of your parents' house into a new space, like you have a Mm -hmm. lot more freedoms. But then as you, you know, you have commitments to family or you have kids or whatever it might be, like your, your freedom level or your arcs go down. And then once your kids move out of the house or, you know, you're able to retire, your freedom levels go a lot higher. The same thing with legacy, starting out, it's really focusing on whose legacy are you receiving? Are you making a conscious effort in terms of guiding others based on information you're receiving, but you're, you're more being fed into by mentors or coaches or other people in your family. But as you, as you look at the arc for legacy moving further along into your life, that really starts to rise you know, to the right, mainly because the goal that we're hoping for people is that they, they seek out others that they can start to feed into, that they can start to share these skills and experiences and everything that they've learned earlier on. And to your point, you're going to be a lot more fulfilled and feel like your life has had a lot more purpose based upon the faces that you see around you later on in your life, rather than the money or the cars or the houses or whatever it might be. Yeah. Those are the ideas behind Coda. What are some of the tangible ways then that somebody listening who is interested in going through this process, start interacting with Coda and the work that you're doing there? Absolutely. So we have a, a Coda platform. We're currently right now on mobile and we're, we're getting ready to launch our web app over here in, in July. And so you can definitely go to coda.inc and sign up for it. You can learn a lot more resources through that. But as you go through the application, what we really try and focus really early on is understanding what are your current focus points? Like what, what is the main thing you're trying to focus in one space? Again, I feel like a lot of people are trying to do too many things at a singular moment of time, and you're not really going to level up in a sense of mastery if you are focusing too broadly on too many things. So we want to have one focus for in this moment, what are you trying to gain, right? Are you trying to gain a promotion? Are you trying to build upon a big idea that you have? Are you trying to grow as a leader of people? And based upon each of those focus points that we have, we have solutions. We have the Coda way for you and how we would go about you know, exercises that basically lay out and help you create and manage your career assets, right? And this is, again, all directed towards the individual. So the Coda way is really built upon the K-O-D-A. So know yourself. So starting out with your inventory of who you are and your purpose. You're basically building out a purpose statement for yourself by knowing your values and defining your values, understanding your skills and both technical and leadership skills that you have. Mm -hmm. And then 
having a conversation with one of our Coda coaches. Our Coda growth coaches are phenomenally trained and experienced career coaches who are there to really serve you in your current moment or need or, or area of life. And so past that point, we, were, we want to then start, as you understand, understood who you are, we want to organize all of your assets. There's a lot of information that you have about you, work that you've done, kudos that you've received from other people, performance reviews, all this sort of information that lives in the ethos out there in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. We want to help you have one space that you can bring all those in, bring your creative works in. So at any given point, you have access to this library of who you are mm. and what you've done, right? Past that point, yeah. now that you understand who you are and what you've done, we want you to design your plan. We, we set goals starting out with understanding what your vision is. You know, what's your one-year vision for yourself? What's your 10-year vision for yourself? And what's your 20 or 30-year vision for yourself? Mm. And building that out and almost creating a picture in your mind around who you are, where you want to be, when you are looking back at the end of your life, what does that picture look like in your mind, right? And based on that, we can start setting professional and personal goals that are very tangible to what you want to do in the immediate stage of your life and track and manage that. Again, this is for you, not for your company, for you as an individual, but you can interact with your company. You can interact with your manager or peers or whoever else it might be through this. And finally, the last one is accelerating your career, right? And so through that, who are the individuals that are feeding into you? Who are the individuals that are advising you in in this space? Who are the individuals who are helping you grow? And what does that next step look like through quarterly reviews, through annual reviews, through interactions with our Coda community, through continued learning? How can you continue to grow and keep on not chasing others? are not trying to compare yourself to others, but really comparing yourself and chasing who you want to be within that vision that you set for yourself. Yeah, I love that this is for the individual and not connected to an organization so that this can go with a person as they change, as they progress, as they go through their career arc. It's definitely a cool and necessary thing, I think. So the link to that is in the show notes. I Like always, the link is in the show notes. (laughs) So if you want to check out Coda, go to the show notes. There will be a link there to that. That's a a great way that you are creating opportunities for people that are a part of the Opportunity Collective is if they are able to go over there. But this is my favorite question that I get to ask people on the Opportunity Collective is how could we help you? There are people within the Opportunity Collective that have skills, uh, have you know, their assets using the language that you were using that you you may need, that you are doing something that might be frustrating you right now at Coda or even in your own personal life or other projects that you're doing. How could a member of the Opportunity Collective help you today? Yeah, I, I, I love that question. It's, it's especially in this stage that we're, that we're in, we are looking for a ton of help and a ton of resources and a ton of individuals who are passionate about the the mission that we have, who are probably even doing this in their own lives, right? So I'd say that the three ways that we would love help from, from your audience is firstly, you know, share our sto- story with somebody. I'm sure every single one of your audience members can at this moment think about at least one, if not 10 people 
who are looking to invest in their professional growth and, and, and looking to have something that is built and suited just for themselves. So I would love for you all to share our story with anybody who you believe really needs it in this moment in time and, and, and kind of guide them to our website, coda.inc, so K-O-D-A dot I-N-C, where they can learn a lot more information. And then, and then secondly, you know, we are a growing company. We are constantly looking for individuals to join us in this endeavor all the way from marketing experiences to uh, promotional experiences to development work through even career coaches. If there are career coaches in, in, in the audience who are interested in joining us, we'd love to chat with you. We'd love to have some of those conversations right now. I know that we're looking for a few roles on the marketing space and, and the development space. So we'd, we'd love to talk to you. And then finally, as you, as you think about you know, your career and as you think about you know, the businesses that you might be starting or the ideas that you're looking to, to build up, there's an area and a focus in Coda for you. We've, you know, mm. even outside of just individuals who are in the corporate world or in a company, we've thought about solutions focused around some of the you know, same problems and issues that I had to deal with as a, a new founder or a business owner jumping into this space. And so I'd say, you know, feel free to take a look at our, our website and, and, and even, you know, download the app. And we'd love to kind of partner with you in the growth of not only just your career progression, but also the team that you might be building around you too. This is a really, really solid mm. tool and methodology to set your team up with the right values, with the right purpose, with the right mission, and can be, build a really, really, really strong team where everybody's focused on this upward mobility and growth. Yeah, I, I really like that last point too, because a lot of the members of the Opportunity Collective are people that are self-starters, that are entrepreneurs, creatives, and have these goals for their own projects and not necessarily working <laughs> for a company, but they might be looking for that next step within a company to gain the experiences and the skills that they have discovered in their gap analysis along yep. the way. So that's a, a unique resource that I think would be really helpful. So, well, I appreciate it. This is all really exciting and I love hearing about this. This is the kind of stuff that I, I get jazzed about. Like just I want people to have an impactful and fulfilled life, not just career, but have a life where they are thriving instead of just getting by. It's life supposed to be abundant. And I believe that that is possible. But one of the best ways that we're going to do that is through collaboration and not competition. And so thanks for coming on and collaborating with the Opportunity Collective today. And listener, join us next time. We're going to continue to collaborate and create opportunities for ourselves, but more importantly, for other people. Hey, I hope that you enjoyed this episode with Rohit. I wanted to remind you to use the offer code of learned opportunity 2023, which will give you a month off of Coda and give it a try. This is a great opportunity to try this on for free. If you don't like it, that's okay. You can always unsubscribe at any time. Why not take a chance? Why not try it on for size and see how you can use this career planning tool 
for yourself and the benefits of what is, I believe, some of the best practices and really evidence-based career development tools that they have at Coda. So that link is in the show notes. Learned Opportunity 2023 is the promo and go to coda.inc and check that out. And like always, thank you for listening. I hope that you find some opportunities from these episodes. Let me know if there's anybody that you think would have an opportunity to share with the Opportunity Collective. If you have a guest that you would like to see, introduce me to them and I would love to have a conversation and see if there is any way that we might be able to help them with the many gifts, talents, skills, and callings that are in the Opportunity Collective. And they might be able to help other people in the Opportunity Collective as well. So join us next time. We're going to continue to create opportunities for ourselves, but more importantly, for others.